0: to Inspirational Journeys, a faith-based podcast where your story matters. Come on over, grab a seat on the front porch, and let's talk about the writing life. Welcome to Inspirational Journeys, everyone. My name is Anne Harrison, and today I have a special guest. And I had the honor of endorsing his book. Um, today's guest is John Alexander, and he wrote... The Velveteen Rabbit in Verse, and I am probably botching that title up because I don't have it in front of me, but welcome to the show, John.
1: Thank you. Thank you.
0: Yeah, the so, title
1: is The Velveteen Rabbit Lyrical Rendition.
0: Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah. It was written in verse, though. So that's <laughs> it was the written thing. in verse, that's, that's the part that stood out in my mind the most.
1: <laughs> right.
0: So you and I met at the Kingdom Writers Conference
1: yes yes yep to meet you there
0: yeah that was yeah that was awesome so why don't you tell the listeners a little bit about yourself
1: well uh i was in high tech for over 40 years and i uh i started writing there i actually wrote my first book was uh a couple of technical books and found out that hey i enjoy writing and then uh After two technical books, I said never again a technical book. So at that point, I uh, flippantly said the next one will be a novel. Well, I actually wrote a mystery suspense novel and uh, published it in 2010, uh, back when I was still in the technology field at the the time. And in 2014, I got out of the high-tech industry and started writing full-time. I always had a children's book in mind, so I wrote a mystery suspense novel where a third and fourth fourth grade sister solve a mystery. And I enjoyed it. It became a four-book series.
0: I need to see that. And
1: then, uh, and then in 2017, I discovered that I love to write in rhyme. I, I didn't know I had the skill set, the ability, or enjoyed it as much as I do. And uh, so I wrote a, a couple of children's picture books that are... Uh, in rhyme of course and then uh, in 2020 I began writing during my quiet time uh most mornings uh read scripture pray and and just sort of my form of journaling i would I would write a sonnet length poem and uh goodness I have five to six hundred written at this point and uh just you know fell in love with it and uh, I, I published uh, some of them. Folks want to read them in a book form. So I have uh, four poetry books out there now. Nice. And this summer, uh, I was going through my, my library just to see what you know old books I had in there and ran across The Velveteen Rabbit, which I hadn't re- read for, for years. And I, I reread it, and then I realized it's the 100th anniversary this year. Of this uh, of the velveteen rabbit, and so one Friday afternoon, I decided uh, to see if if uh, if I could if I could write it uh, a lyrical rendition of, of the book. It, it's you know it's longer than my normal uh, sonnet length poem, but I spent about three hours and got started on the project and realized you know I think I can do this and. Uh, you know, solid writing the next day, twelve to fifteen hours. I don't remember the exact, but you know, it was pretty much. I uh, spent all day that Saturday just going through and getting it, getting it captured and rendered and uh, put into lyrical verse. And I, I really enjoyed the process, and uh, I, I really enjoy, you know, putting putting together. Uh, Rhyme that children can relate to. Uh, I use the uh, the same sort of rhyme and rhythm that children are used to. Uh, was the night before Christmas, mm-hmm. and and uh, and and I use that throughout. And uh, it it was it was fun. I I really enjoyed it. And it took, uh, of course, you know, weeks after that to tw- tweak it, tune it, polish it, but. Uh, the, the gist of it was probably three hours on a Friday and 15 hours or so on a Saturday to, uh, to get it done.
0: Wow, that's amazing. And honestly, I'm going to tell you, I read The Velveteen Rabbit and actually um, played as an extra in a, in a play when I was a kid. But when I read your lyrical rendition, it just, the poor rabbit getting thrown away just broke my heart. <laughs>
1: I know. I, uh, I read it before a few audiences when it was in the draft stage, and uh, I had to practice quite a bit to not uh, get choked up a bit.
0: You know? I know. I cried when I read it. <laughs> it's like, okay, I remember this from my childhood, and now, it's do- and, and now it's like tearing me apart? What's going on here?
1: Well, I tell you, at each age when, when a person reads it, uh you sort of relate to a different character in the story yeah you do you know getting old and tattered i sort of relate to that now
0: (laughs) (laughs) but then the fairy turns makes the rabbit reel which is which was such a which was oh i need to stop because i don't want to spoil it (laughs) (laughs) that's okay But But,
1: I think children of all ages, zero to 99 need to, need to contemplate what it is to be real. Yeah.
0: Yeah, they really do. And if you've read the story before, you know, the storyline, so I may not be spoiling it, but I don't want to, I don't want to go any further because I don't want to spoil the whole thing. So what was the inspiration behind this?
1: Well, you know, it's a hundred year old classic that's been enjoyed for generations. And, I know I enjoyed it. My my daughter enjoys it. My grandkids uh, remember a a just a, a single page, you know, uh, poster that my wife that my daughter had framed uh, that they remember from their growing up days. So you know they've heard it as well. And I decided that you know it, it deserved to be in rhyme. Uh, it's just a, a different way to enjoy it. I think young children, especially, relate well to rhyme.
0: Mm-hmm. And that
1: was my motiva- motivation, to, to get it out there for hopefully uh, many more generations to enjoy.
0: And I, I I had pleasure reading it myself, and I endorsed it. And but I did not ask you. You normally I, I ask you this. Que- I ask people this question. But apparently God led us in a different direction. But what inspired you to be a writer?
1: Wow. Uh,
0: or maybe you answered this one already.
1: <laughs> I, 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 you know, I, I just, uh, I didn't know I enjoyed writing and, you know, I got, I got, uh, I was kind of the, one of the architects of the system we were developing at work, uh, voice over IP and the story needed to be written about our technology. And so four of us got together and got recruited to write it. And I just, I I sort of enjoyed the process itself. And then uh, by the time I I had written a second version of that technical book, it's about a thousand pages uh, divided by four even, that's still a lot of writing. And it was 60% new material. And at that point, you know, I enjoyed the writing, but I didn't enjoy going to the lab, verifying all the details minutely. But I enjoyed the process of writing. I even enjoyed the editing. And uh, when I started uh, determining that, you know, I think I'd like to write a novel, uh, my wife had some some friends over for uh, a gathering for the weekend. So it was, uh, I was. Uh, my wife had you know, eight, eight female friends together and they were all spending the weekend at the house. So I had some free time. I decided I would just sit down and see if I would enjoy writing. And so I started a mystery suspense novel, just started writing it. And six hours later, I sort of looked up and realized I had been immersed in that process for six hours. And I said, well, that's at least the definition of a good hobby. And so uh, I I continued writing that story over probably a year and a half. Most of it written on uh, airplane trips between San Jose, uh, Dallas and San Jose, California. And I'd always leave it at a place where if I were reading the story, I'd want to know what happened next. So I'd get back on the plane on the flight back to Dallas and find out what happened next. And just sort of wrote it over a period of a year and a half. And then I spent about a year and a half with a wonderful editor who, you know, would sort of take 10 pages at a time, mark it up. We'd spend about an hour going through all of the edits. And uh, she taught me a lot about writing and the process itself. And I just sort of, I, 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 I fell in love with it. I, I, I think I decided I love to write. And then in 2017, after I'd been writing, you know, for quite some time, I discovered... <laughs> I love to write in rhyme, and and that and that was a surprise to me. I I didn't know that I enjoyed it, but that you know the the rhyme and the rhythm just sort of flows through my my head and through my fingertips, and you know comes out on paper fairly easily. I call them my thirty-minuteers uh, during my quiet time in the mornings.
0: Wow, it's
1: my way of journaling.
0: Oh wow. So you def- You sounds like I was going to ask you if you plotted her pants. I was going to ask you about your writing process, but it sounds like you're a, what they call a pantser.
1: And what would that be?
0: Basically, the pantser is the one that, the person that writes by the seat of their pants, which it sounds like <laughs> you do. Plotters kind of do a little uh, a, an outline before they write. I'm a, a little bit of both. I'm a plotter pantser. I'm a planter because I plot well, that, a little pants a little.
1: I the mystery up. suspense novel was definitely a uh, seat of the pants. I, I I wanted to enjoy writing the book as much as I enjoyed reading it, so I had about six different plot lines going, and I was about 60,000 words in when I actually stopped and, you know, made sure all the plot lines were coming together before I actually finished the book and, uh, and made sure everything's working together, but yeah, I, I didn't know the ending when I started. Uh, I didn't know the middle when I started. It's just it just came together, and and uh, I, I really enjoyed enjoyed writing that way. Wow! When I get up in the morning, I have no idea what what poems going to come to me that day.
0: You know, I write poetry too. I mean, I don't write it all the time, and I'm not. Pro- I probably won't write a book in verse, an entire book in verse. But I did. Po- uh, po- I I do write poetry. I've published a poetry book and all that. And I'm uh-huh. beginning. And I'm and I feel like God's giving me a heart for children's work so
1: um
0: yeah so I kind of get where you wait I mean I, I, I do like to try to make sure my keep kind of a, a note of of where my chapter goes my chapters go every time every time I write them because if I don't it just kind of I may pants a little pants pants it the first time and then I have to go back through and make a lot of revisions so um but that helps me build my craft as well but sure. so um, do you have any tips that you want to share?
1: Uh, do what you love, and and make sure that you're sharing from the heart. That's
0: what's
1: go. that's what's most valuable.
0: Mm-hmm. Uh, it
1: comes out in your writing when it comes from the heart, it really does.
0: And God gave I us a that's gift. what's so
1: beautiful about the Elvita Rabbit.
0: Right. So, did you have the book beside you as you wrote the po as you wrote it in verse?
1: I did. Absolutely. I went. I went. You know, line by line by line in the book, as I was doing my rendition, because I wanted to keep the, uh, you know, to keep the storyline as close as possible to the original, and uh, make sure that I captured every detail. It's a beautiful story. Didn't want to miss a thing.
0: Mm-mm. You really, yeah, you you had you captured that really well. So, where can people find you online? i want to connect
1: with you well i i put my poems on quiettime mm-hmm. i post them most mornings i do have a, an email list so um, my email is on my website if people want to be added so they know every time i post a poem you know they can they can drop me an email i'll add them to my list and uh i also have a book tab there where i have listed all of my books i I think uh, The Velveteen Rabbit will be number 14. Uh, Earlier this month, I published a small, I decided to put together uh, some of my poems by topic. And so I just released uh, one called in times of grief for people who are going through grief, you know, loss of a job, loss of a loved one, uh, loss of someone uh, close to them. And it's about 20 poems uh, on that particular topic. I may come out with one uh, that are just it's just Christmas poems. Oh, I am on YouTube, and uh, last year I did a, a Christmas DVD that's got pictures, music, and poems uh, together to, uh, to enjoy through the holidays, and that, and that that's out there on YouTube.
0: Cool. So, okay. And I asked this question because I got inspired to do it from another podcast. From another podcast, I, I, I listened to for a little while. Um, and the question is this: What would be your call to action? It could be a challenge. It could be a resource. What would you want readers to take away from, the, or listeners to take away from this, as, as they walk away?
1: Um, make sure that you that you take some time to have to yourself and just you know r- r- sort of rekindle the pleasure of reading whether it whether it be you know scripture that you enjoy or a good book that you find that you enjoy or you know some kind of inspirational story I think it's especially true during the holidays which can get such a, a busy time and we just you know don't take that time to to spend alone and in, in prayer and reflecting uh, the way we the way we uh, the way we should on a daily basis during the holidays, just because it gets so busy. Make sure you take time for yourself.
0: Do you have a Bible verse you would like to share with us today?
1: Uh, I think one of my favorites is the twenty third Psalm. Oh That's wow! That's a comforting one. I even I even wrote my own uh, rendition of that. Um, <laughs> oh okay. It, you know when when you internalize something and then it comes out in the form of verse, uh, I think it you know it's more it's more meaningful mm,
0: and I love that I love that too. Um, so would you like to close us out in prayer?
1: Sure, you bet Our father, we just thank you for this time together. We thank you that uh, we're able to share with one another with our with our writing and through podcast and lord i just uh i just pray that people are blessed as they as they're able to read my poems i put them out there on quiet time rhymes so that the world uh the world can see them and i pray they're a blessing to others lord and uh, i thank you for Anne and what she's doing with her podcast pray your blessing on her thank you again for this time together In Jesus'
0: name, amen. Amen. So we challenge you today to go out there and read to get inspired, write something inspiring, and share your creation with the world. For when you've touched one life, you've touched thousands. Thanks for joining us on Inspirational Journeys. And remember, your story matters. Have a blessed day, everyone. Are you looking for a professional, knowledgeable, friendly, and detailed oriented editor who provides high quality editing services at reasonable prices? Why not give PlotStitch editorial services a try? As your friendly PlotStitch editor, I will help you turn your messy manuscript into a story that engages readers from start to finish. Services include refining story structure, character development, filling in plot holes, Show versus tell, passive versus active voice, dialogue enhancements, copy editing, and proofreading. Send queries to theplotstitch at gmail.com. That's theplotstitch at gmail.com. Plotstitch Editorial Services, bringing stories that matter to life. Hey guys, this is Anne from the Inspirational Journeys Podcast. And my special guest, Joe Templin, has an offer for, for my listeners and viewers. Take it away, Joe.
1: Anne, thank you. And again, thank you for bringing me on. This was a wonderful conversation. I'm glad that I could reach out and help your people grow. And to continue to help them to grow, we have an offer. If they go to the website
0: everyday-excellence.com, and use the code inspirational journeys at checkout from the shop. They can get a 10% discount on anything there to be able to help them with their personal journey to grow and inspire others. You heard it here folks. You get a 10% discount on everything in the store at everyday-excellence.com using promo code inspirational journeys. Happy writing, writing and celebrate the day. This is Anne from the Inspirational Journeys Podcast, and I'm here today with Teresa from Struggling Blessed But Not Alone Podcast. How are you today, Anne? I'm doing good. How about you, Teresa? I'm good. So what's up? I've got some news for you. Really? What's that? Did you know that our listeners can support our podcasts? No. Can you please share more about that? Okay, so while you're listening to our podcast on your favorite podcast platform, hit the support this podcast button. With your contribution of ninety nine cents, four ninety nine, or nine ninety nine a month, you're helping us achieve our goals.
1: Wait a minute, Anne. Are you telling me all that our listeners have to do is hit that
0: support button, and they could give a donation? That's right. Wow. Hey guys, thanks for wanting to do that for
1: us. Have a blessed day.
0: you today to go out there and read to get inspired write something inspiring and share your creation with the world for when you've touched one life you've touched thousands you've been listening to inspirational journeys stories that matter with your host Anne Harrison. If you like what you've heard on today's episode, be sure to subscribe to the podcast, share it with your friends, and leave a rating or review on your favorite podcast platform. Visit my website at AnneWritesInspiration.com, subscribe to my YouTube channel, and follow me on Facebook and Pinterest at Anne Inspiration, and on Twitter at Anne 75 for more inspirational content. Thanks for listening and remember, your story matters.